What's up, everybody? Welcome to another live stream here with the Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morlang. And here in the virtual studio with me is the one, the only, J.J. Purdom. What's up? Dude, I'm so happy to be here. Excited to talk about the game of the year. And I think my answer is going to shock every one of you. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, Also joining us tonight is uh, our Patreon producer, Adrian, the homeboy Holmes. How's it going? Good people. Thank you for having me on. Welcome. Welcome. Top games this year. Yes. Game Awards 2020. This is the real Game Awards. You know, Mm -hmm. last month, those are the fake (laughs) ones with Jeff Keighley. This is the real Game Awards that everyone looks forward to. Um, Also joining us is the nerd dad himself, Zetch Keenan. Hey, I'm 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 excited to be back. Got a little more energy this time. Got a bang energy. Oh, bang energy! Holy smokes, we're so going hard. I'll be up. Well, I'll be got, doing backlist in the in the background for a few minutes. I, I got more Far Cry. I got to get through tonight after this. So, uh, rock. Same here. Get her done. Get her done. <laughs> cool guys. Well, yeah. So if you did not know, this is the Super Gamer Boys Awards 2020, our first annual. Maybe annual, we'll see if we do any more. <laughs> our first inaugural uh, Game Awards. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk our top fives um, and uh, maybe some honorable mentions if we have some time. We'll see. We'll see how long we go. But uh, I'm excited. You guys uh, got your list together? You guys ready to mm-hmm. jump in? Yes. I'm yes. ready to rock. I got all, what, nine, ten, five. Yep, let's go. I got okay. quite a few. Math is hard. I've only got five because I thought that was the deal. And I tell you what, Garrett, when you mentioned to me, hey, we're going to do our top five, I was really struggling, man. I actually went through in my head for a second and was like, I don't think I've played five brand new games this year in 2020. (laughs) But actually, when I went through my, I actually played about 10. So I did fine. And I came up with five really great ones that I'm using as my top five. Are we going to have to retire that joke, Garrett? It sounds like he finished some games. Well, I didn't say oh. finish. Okay, so see, this is oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think we might have um, we might have confused some stuff a second ago. Uh, let me let me say I played about ten brand new games this year. <laughs> okay, I'm right there with you. I didn't finish everything I'm going to talk about either, but still. Yeah, no, same here. I I'm not going to lie. I think I only finished one game on my list, but um, yeah. All right, well. Without further ado, I guess we'll just uh oh let's do a little bit of housekeeping. I didn't make any show notes for this, so that's why I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. If oh. you didn't know, we have a podcast, Super Gamer Boys. We come out with a new episode every other week. Uh and those off weeks when we're not doing a podcast episode, we usually try to stream. Uh so actually this coming Monday uh is our normal night we would record the episode, but we did one this week, so it'll be so one of us playing games. Probably me. I'm definitely jumping on there. I don't know if you guys will join me, but uh yeah, we play some games on stream. We do some uh, shows on YouTube at uh, supergamerboys.com slash YouTube. Uh, or just go to supergamerboys.com, just our homepage, and it has all the places you can listen to us as well if you uh, have your different podcast apps. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you can support us at Patreon over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys, just like our uh, Patreon producer here, Adrian Holmes. And uh, I don't have the list of our sponsors up, but this is a bonus episode, so I wasn't expecting to to rattle them off. So I apologize to all you Patreon sponsors, but Some they're awesome. Some of our sponsors that we'd like to thank are people like Dan Jamjant, our friend from Wales. He said he's going to make me some Welsh cakes. I'm super excited. And who could forget Grammy Grandma Bates, Julie Grammy Bates. Bates. She's amazing. 
I haven't gotten any birthday cards or Christmas cards this year. And normally Grammy sends a couple of hondos. So Grammy, let's go ahead and get on that real quick. That'd be awesome. Also <laughs> want to give a big, huge shout out to big Bill Bird. Bill is amazing. And, and since he's left the company, it means I'm the heaviest guy that works for our place. And I just love it. Bill, I love you. Sweet cheeks. I owe you a big kiss right on the mouth. Uncomfortable next time I see you. And uh, I can't think of anybody else, but I know there's other people who throw money. We just appreciate everyone. Yeah, Brent Fox. Brent Fox is the last one. That's oh, the one we missed. That's so right. Good old Brent, Brent Fox. lives in my garage. He lives in my garage, <laughs> and it's not as weird as it sounds. It sounds super weird. It's really not. It's really not. Yeah, he, uh, he turned no. it into a studio, and sometimes he walks into the bathroom while I'm in the shower. Uh, but we'll talk about that during another special episode. Yeah. All righty. Now I think we are ready to jump into the show here. So let's start with number five. It's like one of those big countdown shows, you know, top five yeah. craziest car accidents or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> they always had those shows back in the 90s. Um, all right. Let's uh, I'm just going to randomly choose one of you. Any, mini miny mo. And then we're going to go clockwise from there. So let's start with. Zetch. What's your number five? Oh, my number five is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. And okay. let me tell you why. Okay. I was probably one of the biggest, I don't want to say they use the word haters, more like doubters. Okay. You were a hater. Anybody, a that, anybody that knows me knows I'm kind of a curmudgeon. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I look at everything and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's a remake. I'm tired of remakes. Let me tell you. Final Fantasy VII Remake isn't just a remake. It's a top-to-bottom redo. It's like they hit the reset button on the entire game, and they added in so much more content. The soundtrack is amazing. Acting is amazing. The combat system is not true to the old combat system, and it's better. I love it. <coughs> Maybe not. I think for modernizing an old game, it feels so fluid and still strategic. Like, you're not really just playing as... You know, like in Final Fantasy 13, it's either you play as lightning or you wish you were playing as lightning. Okay. <laughs> in this one, you are constantly bouncing back and forth between everybody in your party trying to build up a stagger meter. And then different characters can do that different ways, trying to heal. You're, you're basically just managing a group while cycling through everything. It's so, so well done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I likened it to uh, <clears throat> the Lord of the Rings extended editions. It's like, yeah, you can go through and play Final Fantasy VII and you'd be like, that was a good story. Or you go through the remake and you're like, whoa, there's so much more there. I didn't even know. And everything gets like, everything's explained in so much more detail. I got a feeling that they're going to go total Nomura with it and it's going to be weird <laughs> in like the coming, the next, the sequel. So they're going to end up in Kingdom Hearts World, just saying. Yeah. It's going to happen. Oh, Sora, what's he doing here? <laughs> So kind of speaking on that story that you were talking about, is Final Fantasy VII the kind of game that having never played any Final Fantasy games, 1 through 6, 15, any of those before, uh, can you come right into it and enjoy the story for what it is, or are you behind? Yeah, Yeah. you can come right in. Yeah, the way Final Fantasy works, none of them really build off each other, unless it's like a sequel, like 10-2 or whatever, like stuff like that. Like Then you'd have to play a bunch of them in uh, concession or... And consecutively, consecutively um yeah. sorry uh but yeah as far as like six seven eight nine even though they have numbers that come consecutively they don't actually build off each other they're completely separate stories so only which, two have done it what's that only two 
have done a a dash. A dash. Okay. Which which is ten? I know of ten. What's the other one? Thirteen and ten. Okay, thirteen. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I so spoiler. My uh, Final Fantasy VII is also on my list. I'm not gonna say which number, but I'm right there with you. It's such a good game. (laughs) I'll I'll talk more about it later, but yeah, so good. uh, yeah, that that's it. That that was Final Final Fantasy VII remake. I went in that game thinking it was gonna be lame, came out the other side, and totally fell in love with it. And I can't wait for the next one. So not very many games can actually really do that to me. So I was like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be my list. That's how you know it was good though, because I came into it stoked, and it still blew me away. <laughs> so the fact that it, it it pleased people who didn't think it was gonna be good, people who were stoked for it and blew everybody away is awesome i think this is one of the best remakes probably ever done ever done yeah this is incredible like this when you this is like a a textbook a dictionary example of how a remake should go you're not very many have done it but this one mm. because it was more than it i mean it obviously wasn't just a remaster no absolutely not and they could have totally gotten away with just sticking to the original plot cramming the entire game into this tiny little disc, mm-hmm. but they didn't. They're like, no, we're gonna directors cut this thing, you know, and uh, upgrade hold. everything about it. Everything, everything, story. I mean, I found myself being so much more attached to characters that were just footnotes in the mm-hmm. original, like Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse. And <sighs> just Jesse, <man. laughs> anyway. anyway, I'll That's I can keep gushing about it. That's but, yeah, I know we got uh, a lot more to get through. So, yeah, that was number five. Awesome. Five, Thank you. Zetcha's number five is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, JJ, that's your awesome. clockwise. So go wow. ahead and uh, give us your number five. Okay, I'm excited to talk about it because when it first came out on PS Plus as a free game, I wasn't going to play it. I downloaded it and figured maybe the kids will check it out. Then all of a sudden, everybody started talking about it. And when I gave it a try, I absolutely fell in love with it. It's become a huge family game for everybody sitting around on the couch, playing it, laughing un- uncontrollably. And I'm talking about Fall Guys. Another banger. Fall- yeah, Fall Guys go. is my number five. As far as like, I don't really care for multiplayer, Battle Royale games, all that kind of such. But man, I've had such a fun time. And it's because we do it as a family. It's because everybody's involved. Mm-hmm. Even my little one gets in on it. And uh, she's five. She's actually better at the game than me surprise <laughs> and uh and it's just a lot of fun man i love i get the my oldest daughter comes into the room and even she'll play it for a little while and being 17 normally she does not want to hang out with her you know parents and and uh, little siblings and stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah fall guys is a super solid number five dude fall guys so good. so it's it made it for me it's an honorable mention i didn't make it in my top five but oh man i had so much fun with that i still have fun with it like once in a while i'll jump on and play with my buds and yeah, just jumping in with a room and screwing around. When I first started, I mean, you guys remember from the show, I at the first few time, couple times I played it, I got so frustrated. I got a little too uh, just um, intense, a little too competitive in it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like the physics, like, what in the world? Oh, man, I was losing my mind. I, I usually, I normally say I'm not a competitive person, but this year I played... Now this year is my is the year for Garrett of multiplayer games. Like I've never been a multiplayer player person until this year, and I'm now realizing like, oh shoot, I am competitive. The reason I wasn't before is because I just didn't play competitive games. Now that I'm getting into them, holy cow! But you I grew to love it once. Yourself. 
Yeah, right. Once I learned though that okay, no, this is just a game for screwing around, being dumb, like your old jelly beans bouncing off each other, like floating through the world. Uh, I, I had a blast. I really loved it. So I didn't make my list, but it was a close, like probably number six. It was like right there. But yeah. Any anything else to add for Fall yeah. Guys? Well, as far as like on my end, um, so the way that the game works is it's like a battle royale style game. If you've never played the game before, it was free on PS Plus a couple of months back. I don't know, which is a huge move. That was a huge move for them to do. Like at yeah, launch, it, that's yeah. crazy. It really was. It's a super, super cartoony game um, that's got some pretty wonky physics to it, and essentially, it's um, think like what's what are the some of those those challenge games uh, like American Gladiators and stuff like that where you're like wipe out stuff like from that from platform to platform, and you've got like all these crazy Japanese <laughs> game show type of uh, things that are knocking you off the platform and you can't get up, and you've got to. You've got to get around them, and it's you and a bunch of people all together in this battle royale style game, fighting to get to the end of the uh, the, the finish line to move yeah. on to the next level. And yeah, you get pretty dang frustrated at times. And I I found myself getting super heated, where I'm like super mad at at people <laughs> trolling me on the game, which I've never experienced before. But where <laughs> I legitimately, I don't know. You guys tell me if you had this. I legitimately had somebody who every time I was going to try to jump up onto this little shelving rack thing, they kept just coming over and knocking me off. And then I jumped to go and they come over and knock me off again. They did it dozens <laughs> of times. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Why don't they just leave me alone and like go jump up themselves? No, they were having fun watching the little fat just trolling, guy with trolling his little so fat hard. cartoon character and, and falling <laughs> off. Continue. And I don't know, they probably couldn't hear me or see me, but man, I was doing George Costanza stuff at home. Just getting, you little <laughs> son of a... And it could have been a little kid. It could have been a, a, a small child. Uh, it could have been... Or it could have been, been me. Grandma. It was probably yeah. me. It might, it, more than likely is probably yeah. <laughs> now now how many crowns have you guys all gotten because I'll, I'll confess i have not yet won a game of fall I've guys i've two. never won a crown mm-hmm. i've gotten two i got six wow six okay nice. okay but I was, uh, to be honest, I was playing in the kindergarten league, so I made sure that everybody <laughs> playing was like five and six years old. So there you go. Don't judge me. Don't don't judge me. So that's, you weren't really a huge fan of it, right? You didn't really play too much this little bit. Try it out. Uh, so I appreciate the game. I love that a lot of people love it, but yeah, it didn't really it didn't do it for me. What about your kids? That you have kids that are similar ages to my kids. I thought that they were kind of into it for a little bit. Uh, my kids enjoyed watching me play it. But hmm. it's not really. I'm not gonna let them play online. Yeah. On my PC. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. Cool. Well, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good number five. I'm I'm glad someone brought it up too because as on my honorable mention, I'm like oh, I hope someone someone talks about Fall Guys because um, that was a huge hit for a while. Now there's all the memes online like a oh, dead game, dead game. Like no one's playing, but. Every time I jump on not there, it seems like everyone's it's not playing it. In social media anymore, or anything like that. But there yeah. are people playing that game. So many people. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, so JJ's number five is Fall Guys. <clears throat> Technically, I think the full title is Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. So get it right, JJ. Fake <laughs> sorry. You got to be specific. <laughs> you know, this is the Game Awards. Fall Guys Ultimate Fighting Championship. Yeah, there you and go. This is just Fall Guys UFC. 
<laughs> and like to lay down like the criteria, this is like just like our favorite, our personal favorites of the year. We're not like right, right. Yeah, this yeah. isn't like you know, official. we're not we're able not to like... actually give awards or anything like that. <laughs> One day, oh, no, I was, I was gonna mail have, like an official print... Super Gamer Boy like sticker. <laughs> One day, <laughs> yes. Oh <laughs> man, I should like, get some really nice cardstock and print out like just a picture of like. The Jeff Keighley Game Awards with JJ's face, like with the promo picture for this episode, was and, just mail it and then to like mail it to people. Boxes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the Super Gamer Boys That's Awards twenty twenty. We should totally do that. That's a good marketing move. You won uh, our Game of the Year wait. this year, the Super Gamer Boys like, Awards. What the heck is this? Second of all, copyright infringement. <laughs> why? Why are you choosing my face? I'm like the least good-looking person on this show. I don't understand. Is it because this of the why we thing? need you? You're the least forgettable. I get you. And all the character that's in there, okay. So that much character. Sense. So much character. Alrighty. Um, so I might get a lot of hate for this, at least from one person on the show tonight. Maybe two. Um, but well, maybe three. It depends. I think I'm, I'm gonna, gonna hit you guys from... what right now. I am not here to hate on anybody's favorites. Okay. Okay, okay. I, well, I, 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 I cannot like the game. And Man, I know you're making me nervous now. What do you just go ahead and do it? Just yeah. okay. No, I, I'm thinking I'm gonna get hate from probably everyone actually because some people are gonna think it's too low, some people think it's too high. <laughs> it's, really? It's, yeah, it's five. Last of Us Last of Us Part Two. That's my number oh. five. I'm sorry, JJ. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um I know Zetch is probably thinking, why is it on his list? And JJ's okay. thinking, why is it so As low? I said, no, it's, <laughs> your, it's your personal fave. I don't well, I okay. don't make any judgments on anybody's well, favorite game. Can I, may I please just interject one thing, Garrett? First of all, you are stupid and you have an ugly face. <laughs> I just want you Harsh. to know I'm just, uh, I, well, you want honesty? Number five? You cannot classify that game as number five, you non-game finisher. It's not you even on my top five. <laughs> okay, but you have an excuse. You haven't played it. My, my point is, is Garrett's played, but he hasn't gotten very far. I'm thinking that that's I got the, to the halfway reason point. it's as low is because you haven't gotten that deep into the story. So I, I call that unfair. So no, we <laughs> okay. don't accept you you putting okay. last of us. I don't accept, accept my number five? Okay, let's move on it now. Why is it your um, number five? So it's my number five. So I, I did get to the part of the game. There's a big like change or transition in stuff halfway through the game. Careful like with where... that word when referencing that game, Garrett. If you say that word... Referencing the game, okay. we're gonna hate me. No, there's there's a change in gameplay. Um, halfway through the game, that you know, those of you who played it know what that is. Like, it's kind of a shocker. Like, oh, wait a second, wasn't expecting this. Um, to not spoil things for people. That's and, witness uh, to a well-developed character. A right. well-developed character. Don't listen to the <laughs> internet, please. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, Amen. and so I, I, it's one of those things where I want to play more. I'll give you, I've already given this on the, on our regular show, but I'll reiterate. The reason I stopped was it was a very intense and dark game. And I was playing it at a very like intense time of my life. Like we had just had uh, our second kid and it was a really rough birth and a really <laughs> rough part of, you know, our life there. So I was like, this isn't good. I'm already like down and depressed with everything else going on. Let's, uh, you know, let's find something more fun. So that's why I never finished it. Not because I hated it at all. I really want to finish it. It's on my backlog list, which if you want to join our, or yeah, keep up on our backlog uh, completions over at discord.com slash supergamerboys. Um, we're actually doing a cool little competition. It's too late to join in, but you can at least see what games we're playing through. Um, I loved it for, I mean, I, I have some bullet points here. Number one, incredible graphics, especially for a PS4 game. Holy smokes. 
Like this game blows Cyberpunk 2077 out of the water <laughs> um, on PC at max settings. Like I feel like some of like the shots and holy smokes, it's insane. And I'm playing it on PS4 Pro and I just, yeah, it just blows my mind what they are capable of doing with that compared to like, yeah, some of the stuff that we are even seeing for PS5. It. Um, it's beautiful. That's the height. That's it. There is yeah. no more metal in PS4. Any further in that game, and your system is going to blow up. It they've gotten like everything exactly. <laughs> they've gotten everything they can out of PS4 with that game. That's it. That's the scene. Yeah. I mean, and that's in that game too. Like, yeah, my PS4 is screaming, just like yeah. what, like barely <laughs> hanging in there. It's like, come on. Like that's that's another reason. I like honestly, I'm like, I don't know if I should keep playing. I'm gonna kill my PS4. So I gotta, <laughs> gotta pace it. Gotta pace it a little bit. Go nice and easy there. Um, number two. I thought the story of what I played so far, and again, I've had old, like end game stuff spoiled for me too a little bit. But from what I've heard, what I've played, I'm finding the story really interesting, mm-hmm. um, and I really do find the perspective interesting. Like seeing, you know, like we said, there's a transition halfway through with like character that you play as, um, and that just yeah, that blew my mind. Again, I didn't play too much of that second part, that second you know uh, part half of the game, but just the fact that that was happening and and again from what i've had spoiled for me i'm like holy cow like that that really is game changing like that's something you don't see in a game is um a lot of times is like who is this bad guy and then realizing like oh like honestly like they have they have a lot of the same motivations as ellie Mm -hmm. like as the good guy but they just and it's one of those things where like they both think they're the good guy. They both think exactly. the other person is the, the bad guy. Neither of them is the good guy. And, and it's just kind of at the same point, neither of them is the bad guy. Exactly. They're, from their vantage point, they are yeah. doing what's right. So I don't know. That was super interesting to me. Um, I loved. I was a fresh update from The Last of Us. Like The Last of Us was an amazing game, but like it just as far as like let's just say controls, uh, UI, like just like basic game stuff. So fresh feeling, very easy to get in, get out, do stuff, upgrades, crafting stuff on the fly. Um, that was all like just so neat um, to see. I mean, and it would be expected, obviously. <laughs> the game, it's what, seven years later. They be- it better be better. Um, I-, I called it the, fo- the faux pen world, uh, the f- kind of fake open world that they have going on. I love some of those areas where it's just like, okay, do what you want. Like when you first get kinda to like, Seattle, it's just like, five. go for it. And there's all these buildings to explore and you can find cool upgrades for your weapons, all this, um, you know, all the ammunition you'd ever need. I feel like I never ran out of ammo because, uh, again, I was playing on easier setting too, cause I'm fake gamer. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> no, it you're was just trying to play just, through the story. I get it. That's a game. Um, but it was just incredible. Right. Right. Oh no, it no, can definitely be. not put it on that crushing or that hardest difficulty. Yeah. It can be. No, thank you. Um, and in, 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 in hand with that, uh, the open world, the environmental storytelling, you walk in a room and you're finding these cool notes and letters and whatever emails, like, it's just so cool. Cause you're getting all this stuff in the world. Um, and I don't know, that just fleshes the whole thing out so much more. There was a lot of that in the first game, but then then get in the second game and hear about, Oh wait, I've heard about that character mm-hmm. or to do. Um, yeah, to pick up stuff earlier on and then later on maybe meet that person or whatever. Like it's, they just do storytelling so well, both in the main story, but then also in, hey, this world is nuts. Here's what's going on and making you really feel like it's a lived in world and not just a video game world. 
Mm-hmm. So those are my five reasons for why it's number five. Again, I, mean, I know it makes it sound really amazing, and it is, but yeah, it is, it is, it is well, number five for me. One of the best me. things about it is is that it's it's done. So now Naughty Dog can go ahead because they have no excuse. They can go ahead and make Jack Four, please. Let's 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 do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. Bring it. You got the Get tech. It. You got the engine. Let's do it. Take a break from the serious. <laughs> we'll have to put that on another episode because I got thoughts on that. Really? <laughs> okay, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to <laughs> suck up any of this time talking about. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Cool. Uh, Adrian, give us your number five. My number five is. And it's probably not a shocker. Is Mario Kart Live Home Circuit? Yeah, I forgot about oh, that. Dude. I think that game is phenomenal. It's some of the yeah. best use of AR I think a game has used yet. Uh, for anybody who's not aware, uh, Mario Kart Live Circuit it takes the game of Mario Kart and puts it into any real life se- uh, setting that you have. So if you have like a, a, a a dining room or any kind of open space, you can essentially create your own Mario Kart cup in that space. You can design your track however you want to do it. It comes with little RC cars that are modeled after the Mario Karts. But the the trick of it is, is you're not watching the cart when you play. It takes the data from the cart and it makes it, it puts a Mario Kart model over the actual cart on the footage. It has a camera on the top of the cart so you can see where you're going. So it essentially turns it into a Mario Kart that uses your space as a track. And it, the yeah, AR is so, so cool. it's so well done because when you look at the cart, it's doing like this. It's going, it seems like it's just going this fast. But when you look at the game, you feel like you're going 150 miles an hour. It's <laughs> so cool. You can use items. Uh, you get spun out when you get hit with items. You can unlock different um, weather and and underwater and different themes for the tracks and stuff like that and there's multiplayer um i actually have both of the cards now because it's that good both of them to do multiplayer um i think it's just great i can't wait for them i i can't see them not adding more stuff to this just because of how well it's sold and the good you know good word of mouth and good reviews it's getting i'm sure there's going to be more cards i'm sure there's going to be more tracks more um you know updates and things like that so i'm stoked for it I, i think it was a great this is this is one of the side projects that I think is going to catch on. Like Labo was really good. I'm one of the people who actually really liked Labo, but it didn't catch on. Okay. But this this is this is a winner. This is something. This is something. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome, dude. So yeah. Uh, did any any of you guys other guys get to play it at all or? No. No, no. that's my yeah. first time hearing about it. But I'll tell you what, I'm intrigued. Because my son loves his Switch, and I can see something like that being a huge hit. It's like a hundred dollars. It's hey, worth Garrett, it, Garrett. You want to uh, loan me a hundred bucks? Yeah, I'll just uh, get it out of my printer and, <laughs> and get it. I'll get it to you Monday. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, we're, we're live. We're live on the internet. I did not mean that. No. <laughs> um, cool. Well, let's do a little. Uh, Instead of just uh, swinging around in a circle here doing our games, Adrian, give us your number four, and we're going to go back around. Connor My Connors. number four is Streets of Rage 4. Oh, I am okay. a huge... Well, let me, let me do it like this. The two consoles, if I was in an Egyptian tomb, you know how mummies, uh, the pharaohs had their stuff buried with them. 
I'd have a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis buried with me in my <laughs> in my tomb. So I'm a huge, huge, huge Streets of Rage fan, and Streets of Rage Four is everything I wanted in a sequel. It's bigger, it's more bombastic. The art style and animation are incredible. I watched a hour long video of how they developed. I think it was Digital Foundry that did a report on it about how they did all the lighting systems and things like that, and how they created the engine to be pixel perfect so it played just like one two and three and they even had the original um composer from those games come and make a couple of tracks for it oh, it's cool. really well done the multiplayer is just as good as ever the story is exactly what you would expect from streets of rage you know taking place uh i think it's like i don't know how many years later but everybody's older and there's there's mm. di- different characters now it's uh superb so if you like beat em ups <laughs> This is the beat em up. This is the beat em up of the year. And there was Dang. a good couple of beat em ups uh, that came out last year. So. Dang. Mm-hmm. Uh, what consoles is that on? Sorry, you might have already said, but. Uh, pretty Pass. much everything. Okay. I believe Pass, PC, too. PS4, Xbox, Switch. Is it on Game Pass? Pretty sure. Adrian? It or is on already? Game Pass. Such? Okay. So if you have an Xbox, you have no excuse. Well, I don't. So that's guess that's my backlog. excuse. Unless it's on, is it on PC Game Pass? If it's on PC Game Pass, I guess I can play it. I think it is. I I'll remember seeing it on there. I don't know. Okay. You, you saw it, it on there, you said? Yeah. Oh, well, Let's there you go. Yeah. Game cycle there in and out on PC, I think, more regularly than console. Yeah. So. I don't like that. Yeah, every like couple weeks, not even, sometimes more often even, but, uh, but I'll get a what? notification like, oh, these four or five games are leaving. I'm like, wait, it's worth I want to buy. It's only like 20 bucks. That's true. Okay. So. Yeah. That's that's neat. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I I uh, I don't think I've ever played a Street to Rage. No, I take that back. I've played a Street to Rage. I just don't know which one. Was there like arcade cabinets of Street to Rage? Is mm-hmm. that a thing? Yeah. I think that's where I've played it. It's like, a, you know, at the pizza shop or at the arcade at the mall or something like back in the day, like playing Street to Rage. I, I don't even ever played a console Man. version. But. Also Double a good Dragon. one. Double Dragon Kid. Final Fight. Also a good one. Final Fight. Yeah, Final Fight. <laughs> Uh, nice. Uh, anything else to add there, Adrian, for your number four? Um, nope. My number four is a good number four. Number four, Streets of Rage four. Sweet. Uh, so my number four is, I guess I should bring up my list, huh? I'm just staring at the chat. You don't know. Animal Crossing New Horizons Ooh, okay. on Nintendo Switch. So this one, I had never played an Animal Crossing before. I had no like no nostalgia for this series, no nothing. I had never played it on GameCube, never played it on 3DS, um, nothing like that. I, You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got it because, I don't know. I, I mean, Adrian was talking it up, and you can't deny Adrian at all. He says, get a game, you got to get You're it. You're welcome. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I don't know, everyone was just hyping it up so much. I mean, I listen to a lot of kind of funny content. They're just like going nuts about it. I'm like, okay, like I got to see what this is about. I ended up pre-ordering it, popped that game on the first night. And let me tell you, I was as confused as heck. I was like, I have no idea what's happening. What in the world is going on? I really didn't like it. Honestly, I'm like, oh, shoot, I can't refund this. It's a digital purchase on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> but let me tell you. After I finally figured out like what the game is and what the mechanics are and like, oh, this isn't like just a game. It's like 
you're building a community and like getting to know these characters and you're making friends. And even though they're all fake and virtual and just like whatever, like digital like little animal creatures in your switch. Every time we fire it up, I'm like, oh, I can't stand that guy. Like I talk to him. I talk about him as if he's a real person. I'll turn to my wife you and be like, it. Oh. you like, get I, it. I knew like, you oh. would. Like, oh, I want to get Zell off my, I can't stand Zell. He drives me nuts. And like, you know, so like, or like, oh man, I love, I love, uh, so and so. Like, I don't know. I, I haven't played in so long. I'm just really bad. I can't remember half their names. I'll, I, I think the last time I went to my house, it was covered in roaches. That's how long yep. it's been. I confess it's bad. That's how you know it's um, been too long. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, I haven't seen you in here forever. I'm like, okay, okay. I get it. I get it. <laughs> calm down, calm down. Um, but dude, so it was my first Animal Crossing and Honestly, like this game came at a perfect time. It was yeah. right when March. Uh, yeah, March when uh, quarantine was kicking off. Everyone's locked in their houses. Can't go anywhere. Can't do anything. Um, and it seemed like everyone was playing Animal Crossing. And so you could jump on and join. Go see your friends islands. Have them come to your island. Um, and just <clears throat> everyone was talking about it. Even if you weren't hanging out with each other in the game, it was just fun to like get on Twitter <clears throat> and talk about it or get on discord and talk about it. Mm -hmm. This game is, was just a phenomenon last year. It was insane. Like everyone was playing it. Everyone loved it. And I think it was well-deserved. Um, and honestly, it was the best three months. Like that's about how long I put into it before I kind of started fading off a little bit. Um, best three months of last year during that time, it was insane. And I think another reason I really loved it is, you know, yes, it's a fun game and it got really addicting, like doing the whole turn up thing, trying to figure out like, okay, do I sell now? Do I wait? You know, the whole like Texas stock market hey, thing. Hey, what are your turn up prices today? Oh, oh, there towards the end. That's what I was doing at the beginning. Towards the end, I was getting a little maybe naughty. I don't know if it's frowned upon, but jumping on Twitter and just doing the hashtag stock market and like going to <laughs> random people's lines. I don't even know just to get like the $500 turn up price. Oh, man, I was rich. I was swimming in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh this game, I also got my wife in the video games. Like, I think that's why it's my number four, because my wife does not play video games. She's fine with video games. Like, if I really force her, she'll play one. But she does not necessarily seek them out or enjoy them, typically. Um, she could care less. But when I got this, and she was super skeptical. She's like, no, 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 no. no. I'm not going to touch this. No, thank you. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That's what I'm they like, all just, say. You said it like, yourself. Just, yeah, I was just like, just yeah, as a two-player mode, I'm like, where I was like, just make a character, make your house, and then let's just run around together and do stuff. So we did, and she's like, okay, this is kind of fun. This is kind of neat. Like, I, I jumped into her game, so that way she was able to kind of work on her place, and I was there with her mm -hmm. running around doing trees and stuff. Wait, and, wait uh, whoa, 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 time out. You can play Animal Crossing like two people on the same console in the same town? Yeah. Yeah, what? that's actually the o the only that's way you can do been. on Switch is like it's, it's there's only one like island, that. one island per console. About? So you, GameCube you that was like single player only. No, no, no. Animal oh, Crossing. oh, okay, okay. Wait, at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I missed that part. I was like, what okay. do you mean two people can exist in the same town? It's always been like that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So. Was, so that, yeah. So. That's so another layer. That's how, how, yeah, that's how it works on Switch is. Um, cause that's a big controversy at first is you can only have one Island on a console. So if like, say you're like, my wife wanted to start on her own Island, she couldn't like, she has to start since I started the town first, the town she moves to was flavor town. Cause that's what I named my town. <laughs> <laughs> my character, my character has, 
<laughs> my character has bleach blonde, spiky hair, wearing the flame, you know, button up shirt. I was Guy Fury, man. I was 100% Guy Fury. I was loving it. I was role playing as Guy Fury in Flavortown. Uh, come to my island. It's a blast. Um, and uh, so she was kind of forced to join Flavortown, uh, build her little house there in, in my community, technically. But then it became like our community. And then it got to the point where she was playing more than me and she was really enjoying it. And then some of her friends, like their husbands had switches and they started getting into it and she was playing with them. Oh, so no. for me, like that's what makes a number four is like it was a blast for me and to see my wife just thrive in it too and love, love it and finally like oh video games are cool like that was really neat for me so that's animal crossing new horizons number four for me yeah that's actually a really great number four that game we just recently got that for my son lee for christmas that was his big christmas gift he had been asking for it all year and uh the reason that i wanted to talk about it real quick was only because uh two or three days after christmas he came to me with the game and, and I, and he had it in his hands and he said, do you like in the game? And he's like, Oh, it's the best. What did it take you so long? I had to wait almost all year to get this. Thing. And I just thought it was like, dude, you I ought to take that from you right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my son said to me. I'm like, Hey, guess what? You have to wait like another year. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is going oh, up man. on Facebook marketplace right now. Yeah, but, I, but I raised my voice to him, and then he he back smacked me. So I just walked out of the room and apologized. So what can you do? He's yeah, you know, he's getting bigger than I am, and he's going to be taller than me soon. Uh, I mean, it doesn't take much. You, know, you got to play the psychological game. I'm gearing up for it. All my kids are going to be taller than me. <laughs> anyway, all right, uh, JJ, what is your number four? My number four is uh, a game that I don't believe any of you guys have played right now because it's a PS5 game. It is Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom, for me, was a phenomenal game, and it was a great way to get into the PS5 in the very beginning. It's been fun for the whole family. The kids absolutely love it. It's a super easy to understand uh, platformer, and it showcases exactly why the DualSense is the best controller out there right now. Because I said so. I believe that's fact. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just an incredible controller. And what the game was legitimately created with the specific intent of you being able to learn how the PS5's new controller functions. It's just a great little platforming game with some really colorful worlds where you're working around um, worlds that are built around the original uh, PlayStation system as being the hub and uh, going in and playing inside of a PlayStation 3 and stuff like that. So it's it, a lot of callbacks to previous uh, systems and some of their features and stuff like that. And it's just great, man. The haptic feedback and all that kind of stuff really showcases in that game. So Astro's Playroom is a lot of fun, and that is that is a good, solid number four. Yeah, That's I awesome. actually um, I played a few minutes of it at a friend's house um, who was able to score one. And it oh, is. It's, it's You touched a PlayStation 5. I did. Oh, nice. <laughs> I have to be fair. I can't talk about something if I didn't, if I didn't experience it. That's, that's only fair, right? If you can't yeah, criticize yeah. something you never experienced, so ninety nine percent of the time. Okay, and and Nature, I'm super thrilled to hear that because out out of all of us, you're the only other one that I know that that's touched it. Then so, and I know you had your previous deal dealings with uh, Sony. So where where are you at on that game and on the system? Uh, the game is. 
I, I think it's really cool if you are a huge PlayStation dork. If you've been using PlayStation stuff since the first one, and like mm. you're the guy who everybody knows, you know, you have you had a PSP, you had um, heck yeah, the, the iToy, you had <laughs> all this other stuff. Um, then this is the game for you. This is the game for like, hey, we are at Sony. We know we have a legacy now. We have a 25 year, you know, lineage of systems. You've been on this ride with us. This is from this is from us. It's a love letter from us to you, thanking you for being a PlayStation fan. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And I do think that's that awesome. there is some seriously cool tech in the dual sense. That's for sure. Um it does not unfortunately make me want to get a system. However, I think I talked about it before. There is a game on the horizon that if it does remain a PS5 Horizon Zero Dawn. No, actually. It's a a joint uh, called Seasons. And it was in the um, it was in the uh, one of the previews. I can't remember which one. But it has a art style that I look like I've been it, it looks like one that I've been waiting for for years. Like I've had a dream in that kind of art style before, and I'm like, oh my god, they nailed it. They did it. Hmm. So if that ends up being exclusive, I have to find some. I'm gonna I don't know if I have to go to a friend's house or wait for my brother to buy a PS5. I have to play that game. And it'll be even better if it comes out and it's awesome. So heck yeah. Cool. Dude, that's awesome. If you yeah, can't cool. get anybody else to Adrian, I'll buy the game and you come to my house and we'll stream us playing it. I'm on my way. I'm, okay. I'm 100%. <laughs> okay. Garrett, will you pay for that game? So Adrian, <laughs> sure. That it takes. I'll, I'll get pay it. for it. <laughs> All right. So JJ's number four. That one around. Yes. Yeah, uh, Astros. Astros Playroom. Astros Playroom. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Uh, Zetch, what's your number four? My number four is a game that will forever hold a place deep in my heart. It's called Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Mm. Man, that game. So I remember playing through Blind Forest, right? Or in the Blind Forest. And I was like, wow, that was one of the funnest platformers I've ever played with so much heart and emotion and all the sprites. How can anybody ever top that? And then they came back and made Will of the Wisps. And I was like, wow, even better. They had a little bit more of a darker tone. But just everything about that game, the fluidity in the uh, combat and the traversal, the storytelling, it was just, just a work of art through and through. The soundtrack the art style i went back and played on series x with the upgraded uh the upgraded graphics i was just about to the, ask if you did yeah yeah it was literally like the first game i played on there when i got it <laughs> hmm. That's and awesome. uh partially that was the fact that it's such a more lighter weight file size <laughs> so mm. i was like oh, i'll get that one downloaded while everything else is downloading <laughs> but um yeah absolutely perfect like they really kind of and the I don't want to spoil the story for anyone. I just remember by the time I finished it, I was like, wow, what are they going to do next? Because this feels kind of finite. And it's just, it's just beautiful, man. The beautiful, hmm. the beautiful storytelling as far as like the relationship goes between Ori and 
uh, Q and which is like the little owl, like a little little sister owl, and mm-hmm. um, him trying to help her, you know, find her and like just like that type of love was the kind of like the main theme. Uh, it was beautiful. Everything about the game was beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. That's perfect awesome. ten in my opinion. Rad. I'm glad you enjoyed it that much. I got most of the achievements on it. I think I didn't get some of them. I think I missed like four. Something Dang. Like you're going to try to, pl- uh, I guess you went platinum, but are you going to try to 100% or 1,000? No. The achievements were pretty ridiculous. Like, get mm. through the game without touching any toxic water. Oh, <laughs> and forever. beat the game on, you know, super hard. I'm like, yeah, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love the game a lot, but not You'll end up hard. hating it. Yeah. So. That's what you don't, don't want to ruin it. Do. Don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my number four. Cool. That's awesome. Um, all righty. Number four for Zetch was Ori and the Will of the Wisp. And now for Zetch's number three. Okay. So my number three slot was a really tough decision because um, my number three and my number two, I love quite a lot. My number one is a pretty obvious one, which we'll get to later and everybody kind of already knows. But <laughs> number anybody that follows our show regularly or follows our <laughs> Discord channel knows. Um, but number three and number two is really tough. And I ended up settling on Doom Eternal. Okay. Doom Eternal has been number okay. three. Doom 1 blew me away. Doom Eternal. I feel like a lot of sequels <clears throat> end up being kind of so-so, right? Hmm. And you kind of same thing with movies. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. The second one was, like, the first one was the better one of the two. But Doom Eternal dropped, and it would far and away better than the first one and the first one was one of my all-time favorite shooters ever made hands down so doom eternal what really sold me on it was the environmental puzzle solving because if you ever anybody that's played doom knows that the game is just relentlessly destroying everything in your path just really Hmm. bombastic just like tons of high adrenaline fast frenetic action doom eternal breaks it up with these really clever environmental puzzles that don't feel like they're just like you know halfway thought through they really are thoroughly put together and you're like oh cool and then the way they hide all these different uh extra goodies like little cheat codes you can put in there or different uh little toy collectibles you can find and then when you get back to like your fortress of doom you can go into like your little your little office room and you can see everything all lined up is awesome this is really mm. clever every nook and cranny of that game was really thought out and uh, made me really love it a lot. And then the, obviously the combat, the way they did the guns was even better than the first one. Being able to combo. So being able to be like, okay, if I have, you know, I can chainsaw this guy, get a bunch of ammo, or I can light him on fire, then chainsaw him, and I can get tons of ammo and armor. And then you're like, mm-hmm. okay, or I can freeze him, torch him, saw him up, and then it's like work you kind of like you stitching together all your moves and you, all your moves work Dang. together really well so that game was just awesome and then obviously the soundtrack was just you know you can just listen to that while you're plugging away oh. at work just you know does anybody else yeah. find it interesting that is that just like the most passive guy he's like such a pacifist and like not a fighter and he's such a diminutive small little man yet you you spoke with so much joy right now about cutting people up and burning them alive and all that kind of stuff. Like, Isn't that you what we just, all are doing in our videos? I don't know. You kind you of described it. 
you kind of <laughs> described it. Dang, touche. You kind of described it in a way that that was like, it's pronounced like touchy. Hey, you cut their bodies all up and yeah, and you like five, put them on fire and and then like at the same time you're like, oh no, slow down. There's a cat in the road. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. It just you're you're an enigma. I would not slow down for a cat. Dog, I slow down. Don't say that. You can't say that online. Okay. Well, <laughs> gonna use you the you learn something new every you know, day. <laughs> that cat's going to learn a, hard, a lesson the hard way. They got nine lives. Lights it's going fine. down the street don't stop. <laughs> that's that's what it's going to learn. Anyway, <laughs> Doom Eternal. I appreciate you um, trying to compliment me, though, JJ. <laughs> it's very nice of you, man. <laughs> you always need to hang out with me a little more. <laughs> uh, I would oh, love that. Man. I think that I think that Amanda would probably come to the point where she has to ask me politely to leave. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, uh, Doom uh, Eternal. Um, don't sleep on that game. It's on Game Pass right now. And uh, JJ was talking to us a little bit about the, the before the show, wanting to know if he needs to play the first one before he plays the second one. I highly recommend you do play the first one just because it 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 gives you a foundation to start on, like the world. And then Doom Eternal really fleshes it out. Like, um, I don't really... The story is good. Some people are probably going to like the story a lot more than I... I wouldn't say I hated the story. I just would say that the story wasn't like the centerpiece of the game. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, you definitely, the story in this one is kind of like, oh, well, now that you know what, where the, who the Doomslayer is, let's mm-hmm. give you some history. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. So anyway, check it out. Doom Eternal. Number four. Nice. Number f- three? Number three. three. Doom Eternal, three. right? That was his three. Number three? Oh, sorry. Number three. Yeah. Number three. Number three. Okay, JJ, number three. Okay, number three, and uh, apropos, because it has three in the title. So I forgot that this came out this year, as a matter of fact. It was the beginning of the year, and it's the game for me that started all of my love, is the original in the in the collection for PlayStation. It's Resident Evil 3. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so here's why. Totally that, forgot that, that came out this year. Yeah, so that <laughs> it, it actually, I had a lot of fun with that game. Huge fan of two. Two uh, last year or whatever year it came out. Yeah, last year, year before. When two came last out, year. two was my game of the year. Oh, um, three, the story was um, not as good. Um, and it was a shorter game. It wasn't quite as long. But I had a lot of fun with that game. The game, it's totally different. Whereas two is extremely scary, three was more kind of like thriller. a thriller. Yeah, it was yeah. more of a thriller, and uh, but still enjoyable. And I was able to finish it, so I was heck, I'm proud of myself. I'm just yeah. <laughs> now, JJ, had you have you played uh, the originals? Um, I played one, two, and three. I never okay. played four, but uh, um, I played I played I one, two, and three, and those games were were a lot of fun i did try to play four recently um and it was one of those you know it's been well. overdone and it the the controls are horrible like those yeah. old tank controls and for me it was unplayable and and i only went to go try to play four because everybody was going on and on about it how great it was and four is oh the best the masterpiece um i i didn't get very far in it i kind of gave up pretty quick but my memories in high school of playing one two and maybe like early adulthood playing like three nemesis i really enjoyed and i think that came out on the ps2 i don't really remember it might have been ps1 but uh it came well, out first and three was ps1 for the all ps4 was two okay i, I just and don't recall 
Yeah, so that would have been high school years for me then when that when all that stuff came out. And I remember playing with my brother. And when I first played Resident Evil, it was the first PlayStation game that we played. And I saw it at my brother's house in Livermore. I had an older brother who got a PlayStation. So oh, you guys got to check this out. And I remember being so terrified by Resident Evil, the original. Like it scared. And I was in high school, but it was such an amazing game. It's so unlike anything else. It doesn't age well <laughs> if you go to try to play it. It's but it's still oh, it's a great game. Good, yeah. The story is the story is great. Mm-hmm. And um, two and three, Resident Evil two and two came out absolutely amazing. The remake, um, I mean, unbelievably great. Like everything, the visuals, the fear, um, the way they used light, and you know, not being able to uh, keep your gun steadily on your, uh, target and moving around and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just so freaky, scary and so gory and bloody. And I just love that game. Three, three was good. Not quite as good as two, but it was still a good game. And I actually was really shocked that it came out this year because it just been such a long year, you know? Yeah. 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 I totally forgot that was just last year or yeah, last year. It's insane. <laughs> But yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with that game as well. But um, I it's not anywhere even on my honorable mentions because yeah, I don't know. Resident Evil Two prior year was so good, and Three was just like oh that was fine for me. But still, they did an amazing job with the remake. They're like just as far yeah. as like fidelity goes, oh, like graphically, like holy cow! Like the, totally- the 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 focus wasn't for making Three. It was they took like half the team and made that stupid. Um, multiplayer the multiplayer thing, thing yeah tag add-on that nobody yeah. played i haven't heard anybody talk about it since it came out it's just kind of like, it actually would be really fun but it was just like you could have took this, these people and use them as resources to flesh out three but they tried to make Final a buck seven style yeah. yeah they tried to make a buck and it blew up on them well, at least the All multiplayer right. was just like an extra add-on like, wasn't yeah it? But it's yeah. uh, like I said, it is, and it's, and it's not required. But it's just resources that could have been put into the main game that could have polished it up a little more. Yeah, yeah, expanded okay, it a little cool. bit. Yeah, How yeah, really three. Like that's hour? that's that's a good number three. We're at an hour now, so um, let me see here. Uh, number three for me uh, is Hades. Three. So Hades, I uh, had this. Um, I've been playing on Switch. And holy cow, let me tell you, they, this game, gorgeous art style. Um, so is it Super Giant? That's the people yep. who make it. One of the best okay, in the I biz. To, okay, I always, I always want to make sure I get that right. Super Giant. Um, I had only played a teeny tiny bit of Bastion about like two weeks before I got Hades. Basically, oh, wow. they were on sale for like two or three bucks. I'm like, okay, so I got Bastion and I got Transistor uh, because they're yeah both like a couple bucks on Switch. And uh, thank you to Adrian, always tweeting about it. <laughs> um, and I enjoyed those. And I was like, okay, uh, Bastion, like what the first few hours I played, I'm like, okay, this is neat. Like, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours, because I was playing them on, on a plane. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to check out Hades, because everyone's raving about Hades. And it's a little bit newer game. So I'm like, I'm going to jump in that, see what, what this is all about. Holy cow. Yeah. Art style. So cool. All their games have so much style. Like, it's over the top. Kind of so the same neat. art style in all of them, but it looks good. It's the same art director. Um, yeah, I would say it's a little. It's evolved different, at least in at it's least got, in Hades. It's more vibrant, but I mean, like yeah, the, yeah, 
the style is they the same. they all feel like they can exist in it, you can tell right away from a mile away that it's a super giant game yeah and that's the yeah. most important thing. i guess that's true yeah the way the I, I also like all look the same yeah i also i i love the character design in hades i guess that's more what it is like no yeah that doesn't necessarily look different than the other games but holy cow like all the gods and goddesses and stuff like that like oh man they're just every one of them is so cool uh i love the soundtrack i'll slap Dare that on spotify and just listen to that so Please. good um got to shake his hand every time one time oh cool what mm-hmm. that's so cool sign yeah, my every time uh, i get in a boss my, battle uh, my transistor oh, dude cool. that's awesome that's really cool um yeah every time you get in a boss battle i'm like let's get freaking pumped like <laughs> man this is so cool like, i love it like because it's just like the strings and like it might be chill and every like very just so perfect for the environment you're in and then yeah once you get in the boss battle something it cranks up electric guitar distortion is i'm like yes get it <laughs> killing some demons oh man i love it um such a fun gameplay loop so it's a you know procedurally generated uh roguelike so you go as long as you can until you die and then lose everything and start back at the beginning <laughs> um but it's not like super discouraging or annoying at all like it's just like okay I'm going to go through and this time and because as you go, you get different abilities. So it's like, OK, am I going to go with Ares this time or am I going to do like, you know, whatever. Ne- uh, is that name Neptune? I don't know why I'm blanking on the gods and goddesses Neptune's name. Or whatever, but what, yeah. Poseidon. Poseidon. That's what I'm thinking. Dionysus. I'm sorry. I was just totally. Um, yeah. I was thinking of. Uh, of Poseidon like Poseidon build like I don't know it's just so cool how you can mix and match like different abilities to upgrade your special attack your regular attack your dashes um there's just so much more because I I love dead cells back in the day but dead cells very much is like like there's a lot to dead cells but still at the same as so much simpler compared to Hades I feel like Hades has gone like a step above with some of the Mm -hmm. like being able to like basically like yeah what build are you going to run through this run as And, and that makes it really neat um, Dead Cells does that too, but Dead Cells is almost like, what build do you want to run? And how much of 0.23% do you want this power up to put on not your special yeah. defense, but your special, special defense? And do you want a plus one, plus three, that too? But yeah. A little, little over the top granular kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Hades just has the perfect balance of it, I guess, where mm-hmm. it just like struck a chord in me. I'm like, okay, this is easy to understand and fun. And it's one of those games that just keeps me wanting more and i just want to keep pushing harder and even when i die i'm like okay i know what i'm doing different next time i'm not going to get greedy this time i'm not gonna whatever it is it's such a fun game and it gets you so right back three, into it too yeah it's so quick um so my number three is is hades right. uh cool number three adrian what's your number three my number three surprisingly is animal crossing new horizons um i um am on the opposite side of opposite side of the spectrum from you garrett this is uh let me see how many are there the first one wild world city folk four new leaf i guess fifth or sixth so whatever one that is i played every one I've played everyone since GameCube. I am, uh, I guess they, they use the term Animal Crossing veteran. Um, mm. And this is for sure 
the most beautiful Animal Crossing I think that they've ever done. It's it's a it's the best overall package of an Animal Crossing, and I think this one. While I do have my issues with this uh, iteration of Animal Crossing, I think this one is on my top list because this is the this is the game that made everybody get it that didn't play Animal Crossing. Mm. Um, everybody who I was yeah. friends with and, you know, you would say something about Animal Crossing and they're like, why would you play something like that? I don't understand. And then everybody got a Switch and then everybody got Animal Crossing and I had to tell them all, just look, just give it a few days. Just give it mm-hmm. a few days. Come in, come at it, come at it with an open mind. And next thing I know, I'm getting text. Hey, uh, how do I get this item? I have I have this item. I need the other ones for my house for a set. Or how do I get this villager to like me? Or how do I what is this turnip <laughs> stuff all about? Hey, there's this fox that showed up and he's trying to sell me art. What's going on? And that's fine. <laughs> it was what do, you, what do you think it is about that game, about Animal Crossings? Uh, New Horizon that so many non-gamers started playing it. Like, why is it that it was... I know a lot of people that that never play, but absolutely love that game. Like Trudy, like Garrett's wife. Yeah, I think with this one, it's... um, It's unintimidating. Yeah, well, it's always... I guess so, but I think it's also because so many people have a Switch. And I do think that social media was the most present during this animal crossing than any other one um the last one we got was the was new leaf and that was 20 2012 or 13 i believe and social media wasn't as nearly as i mean it was big but it wasn't big like it is now what like, i think i think the multiplayer aspect also had a lot to do with it too we can be like oh just instantly yeah. jump into some yeah. island because mm-hmm. no. and also because it was four players before but now it's eight people now so you can have much bigger circles yeah um it's much easier to communicate with your friends and i think yeah everybody has access to a switch i think that really really helped um and word of mouth and people just being online and it got so big it was there were celebrities tweeting about it i think i can't remember what what I band like it you. was but they were talking about you know in their concert they were like hey you guys playing animal crossing and everybody in the crowd was like <laughs> It's kiss. Well, like it's, Gary, it's Gary Witta, like, yeah, like Gary Witta with his animal talking and he has like uh, Danny Trejo on there who does like uh, shows off his island. And every week he has like special guests, like, yeah, musicians like and actors celebrity. and actresses and celebrities who have played like the game the and they come and, and they yeah. do. Yeah, they do. They do a talk show in his basement in Animal Crossing, like in his Animal Crossing house basement. Right. They do a whole like hour hour and a half long talk it's like so bizarre mm-hmm. and such a crazy phenomenon yeah <laughs> it's so, so cool. this would be this is on my list because it made everybody understand why the potential of why animal crossing is so cool it is not my favorite animal crossing but i do think it overall is the best one so far so that's my number three interesting interesting Alrighty, um, we're on to number two. Adrian, what is your number two? My number two, okay, going back around is Spiritfarer. Um, oh yeah, Spiritfarer is. I am trying hard to find the words other than phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think it's 
it it's I don't know how to explain it without kind of giving it away. It deals with mm. with um the concept of letting things go, letting people go, uh helping people find um peace within themselves. You know, uh it's kind of like um you know how when they talk about ghosts have unfinished business. It's kind of like that, but in the least malicious way. It's just helping people come to terms with whatever hmm. issues that they had before they can go ahead and pass forward or pass on. And you get to spend time with these people, with these spirits, and you get to know them, and you get to know what makes them tick. Sometimes you get to see their trauma. Sometimes they they end up helping you out. And hmm. at the same time, you're building up your uh, fairy that you use to take them you know, on to where they need to go. Uh, so it's kind of like a little house building sim, but it's really about the relationships with um, the spirits that you encounter. They are some of the most well-written. Um, it, I, I cannot tell you how many times I, this game got me choked up when I had to say goodbye to um, different spirits that I had known for so long. And I didn't really want to say goodbye to them, but I knew I was doing my job. I helped them, you know, cross over. That's cool. Um, That's awesome. It's, I started it's, it, but I haven't gotten that. If anything, I would say you go for it. Give it a good, give it a good college try. Because once you start going and once you start talking to the spirits, that's when it really kicks in. Um, as far as also the art style is incredible. Um, I think a lot of it is hand drawn animation, mm-hmm. and it definitely shows. Um, it's 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 just a top tier. I loved I loved every every moment of playing it, and I think everybody should. Mm. I, I, it's just good. It's it's a good it's a good. Um, it's it's definitely one of the good best uses of emotional um, dialogue in a game. You're gonna you're gonna get a good cry out of this one. So, yeah. Dang. Cool. Great. Can't wait. Cool. Can't wait to go cry. <laughs> Thanks, joke, Adrian. But trust me, it's it's a good it's a good cry. I'm telling you, you you, you oh, it's a man. it's a proud cry because you're proud of yourself for helping somebody out, and you're and you're proud that hey, you know this person had to go, but you'll see, you'll see. Yeah, I'll Dang. it's a, I'll, okay. I'll add it to my backlog. Yeah, <laughs> is that anything Ever like growing you cry backlog. in the bathroom alone? P. Um, nope. no, no. No, no. Okay, not the same. Okay, no, that's no. definitely not a prideful piece. No, okay. No, no. Like we recommend you keep any discussion about that to yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, understand. Oh man. All right. <laughs> My number two is so not technically a twenty twenty release. That's fine. But it blew up this year. Among us. And uh <laughs> it is among us. And how bizarre for me to have a multiplayer game. The man who hates multiplayer <laughs> as number two on my game of the year list. But holy cow, this game got me good. Holy smokes, got its claws in deep. Like, no joke. For the past five months, four months that I've been playing it, five months, mm-hmm. I can't stop thinking about it. Like, it's literally... I think about it at random times throughout the day, new strategies, funny moments that I had with my friends playing. Um, always looking forward, like texting the, the boys, like, hey, we down for some Among Us tonight? Uh, even like most weeks, like I play at least two or three times a week 
And there's been some weeks where like every night we'll play to like two o'clock in the morning, one, two o'clock in the morning. And I'll do that like, yeah, three nights a week. It's insane. Like this game, I'm honestly addicted to it. <laughs> uh, I just love it so much. So again, not technically 2020. I think it's 2018 is when I looked it up. It's a couple years old, but it just got big because probably some big streamer on Twitch started playing it and then everyone found it and went crazy. Such a simple concept. It's a bunch of people on a spaceship, two people are imposters, they're killing people, you don't know who's who, and you're just trying to figure out who it is before they either kill all of you, um, and they're trying to kill you before you finish all your task. Like, that's just so simple. It's like, okay, vote people off, kill people, do mm -hmm. your task. There's like three, those are the three things you can do. And, but such a simple game facilitates so much fun. Like, you can... I don't know. It's just like trolling people to like having your crazy strategies of whether you're an imposter or crewmate. Um, and on top of that, like there's mods that have come out. So we've been playing with the prox chat, proximity chat. Holy cow. That adds a whole nother level when like in game, because normally you can't talk to each other mm -hmm. um, except for when someone calls button and to be able to like whisper in someone's ear or like, you know, be in like around the corner, like, like eavesdropping on someone. Like there's like two people in like, a, you know, wherever talking and stuff. Holy cow. It's, it's so much fun. Like proximity chat has a whole new level, but even without that, I love among us go play among us. If you want to play with me, hit me up in the discord. We got, I got a big group. There's like 15 of us that all play. And it was like I said, multiple times a night. Four people. That's the crazy. That is a crazy thing. Yeah. They won a bunch of game awards and whenever they popped up, uh you know the fake game awards with jeff Keeley. um whenever they popped up for an interview it was like what like four people made this game like i don't know it just blows my mind planet right now it's four the biggest game on the planet is <laughs> this four people so cool so awesome such a fun little game and oh, everyone needs to go play it it's free on mobile and it's like four or five bucks on steam so go get and it. switch it just came out on switch and xbox i think it's on switch yeah yeah, it, yeah, it's on Game, Game Pass. Pass on Xbox. Yep. So, you have no no reason why not. You sh you know you shouldn't go get it. That game is taken <laughs> so over my house. Uh, among us, yeah. like everybody plays that game. They're all on the phones. Lee actually bought a copy on the Switch, and he likes it better on the Switch. And so they all play it, and they actually call and play with one of my coworkers' uh, kids at, almost every night, and they play Among Us mm. together. And so, yeah, I just hear that that sound, that telltale sound of, you know, like the the little bell thing or whatever. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hear that in the begin. I hear it every every night, and sometimes when the game is over, hours later, and it still just keeps ringing in my <laughs> just ears. in your dreams <laughs> over and over again. I hear that. So good. And then I hear so my, my five year old two. scream, "I'm the imposter!" And I'm like, "You're not supposed to tell everybody that." Keep it, <laughs> it down. You know? uh, <laughs> all right jj what's your number two my number two is uh the other ps5 game that i've played uh mm -hmm. that's gonna be spider-man miles morales uh it's a very strong number two and it's because visually it's incredible the story is actually really really good and i was like, sharing the other night the last time that i talked with uh, G uh garrett and adrian uh, and I believe Zetch, I don't know where the last time that we did the show together, that when I played that game, um, I, I never went off into the little side missions before. And just recently I've gone off and there is some really great stuff that I would have been missing if I wouldn't have given. So I haven't finished the game yet. 
but I, I promise, unlike Garrett, I will finish this game, folks. I promise. You're probably uh, closer to the end than you think. Okay. I'm pretty. I'm pretty close. I, I'm. Uh, I just gotten off into these little like side missions, and I'm like, man, there's a lot of really good stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff you can sink mm -hmm. your teeth into. And it's like I'm kind of feel like I'm really getting my money's worth right now and playing that game. So it's a lot of fun. It's a good amazing. solid number two, and the uh, just the flying between buildings and on the A. You saw that a couple of years ago in Spider-Man. It's even better now. And the fighting, the combat is amazing. So, yeah, if you haven't had a chance to play it at a friend's house, do so because it's amazing. I picked it up on PS4 I, I... and oh, okay. I beat it recently and I got, uh, I think, 100% of everything. I'm like, I think I'm missing like two trophies. Yeah. I'm interested but... to know how, what you thought of it on the four. I can't do it anymore. I couldn't do it. You're you're, you're tougher than me, Zach, because I can't do load times anymore. I'm already spoiled. It's super quick. <laughs> it's super quick on the four. Really? I'm not even kidding. Uh, like the load times in this game down. on the four, yeah, is so fast. Hmm. The PS5 super is like fast. almost immediate. Yeah, like this one yeah. is for a PS4 game. The load times in Miles Morales are lightning quick. Hmm. Is your so, is, you, yeah, have a, yeah. you have a pro or just a PS4? Just a base PS4. Now is the wow. is the motors and the blower is it just loud as can be? Does it sound like an airplane? It does not sound like an airplane. Um, and I sit pretty close to it. I sit like on the floor in like my nice little gaming chair. Is it a late model? Uh, it's a slim. Okay, so they had time to so, improve it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's regardless of load times, the game is still amazing and. Uh, it's on par. It's more. It's a more simplified version of Spider-Man. But I'm mm -hmm. with you, JJ. It's. It made my honorable mentions. It didn't make my top five. But mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. It is a. It's a very, very, very solid game. Now, had you had you waited and played it on a five, do you think it would have eked into your top five, or do you think the content of the game alone is just not top for five? Me, for me personally, there was too much ever there's more clever stuff that kind of came out this year mm -hmm. i think um so it wouldn't have made my top five even if with the improved graphics and the haptics and everything okay but it's still That's an amazing great. game and i highly recommend everybody play it especially since it explores miles Morales' character and they really own it yeah it didn't feel like a copycat it didn't feel like a repeat they really they really owned it there's a lot more even mm -hmm. like some you have like some rappers kind of like dropping tracks and, it, and so, like, it really just adds like the texture of the Spider-Man universe that you're playing in. It's it's perfect. It's really good. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a Peter game. Exactly, not at all, not in the slightest. No. And uh, what's his name? Naji. The guy that plays the voice of Spider-Man, Miles Morales, is top notch. All the acting is top notch. The end. It's just a good game. Yeah. Story. Don't, don't, do don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just yeah. through it. It's a good game. <laughs> I got worried. Like, my heart sank a little bit right now. I was like, I was kind of worried you're going to jack that <laughs> Through and through. This is start to finish. You complete it. Like, man, that was a good game. So, so I'm going to say, JJ, good pick. I'm happy, it made you, I'm happy it made somebody's top five. Good pick. Good pick. Um, let's see. Are we on to Zetch for his number two? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> After I just got done talking about <laughs> JJ's top two, we're going to talk about my top two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my top two is Ghost of Tsushima. Solid. Yes. Solid. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, probably one of the... 
for how do I put it this? This is a tried and true open world game formula, but they did it the best anybody probably could have done it. Um, hmm. especially with a new IP, introducing new characters and a new world, exploring that world, really sticking to what felt like a really organic uh, Japan, you know, hmm. a good villain. Um, what I loved most about it was the fact that I feel like there's so many games and so many stories, so many movies and TV shows where the hero is kind of got like an anti-hero or like some sort of dark past or like the storyline is a little dark and gritty and it's not supposed to be happy. The hero in this is a truly virtuous human that genuinely just wants to do right for the sake of doing right. Not because he's forced to, not because he's going to get something out of it, but you really kind of see him as a symbol of hope for the people in Tsushima. And that kind of drives your motivations to go out and complete all the side quests, to go out and really help all these extra people. And it was just, it was just a breath of fresh air for me. In a slew of just the what I'm deeming the mire of all these dark games, you know, so it was great. It was beautiful graphics, and I hear it plays even better on the PlayStation Five. So if I ever get a five, I'm gonna play it again. Yeah, um, just because I hear playing it, it at like you know 60 FPS is just even smoother. Yeah, the, the combat, yeah. the different stances, being able to switch in between them is just brilliantly executed. Um, mm. being able to play as either a straight samurai or a straight you know, Ninja. It's just good. It's it soundtrack. The the way it uses the environment to navigate you around mm-hmm. for your waypoints. Like I played that entire using game. Using the with, wind? Yeah. <laughs> I the I have I played the entire game without with turning the HUD off. And didn't have an issue. Dang. And Did you do the, the Kurosawa mode? You know, the Kurosawa mode, I felt kind of worked against it, honestly, just because mm. the world is so beautiful and vibrant. I didn't want to stick it in black and white. You know? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Black and white with like a heavy film grain. Like, yeah. yeah, that's yeah kinda... But the sound is mixed <laughs> different, too, to, to yeah. mimic the, uh, his films, which I thought was cool. I just was like, I don't I don't want to play it like this. I want to play it in all of its you know, glory. And I've kind of felt like it kind of, it, for mm-hmm. me, it felt like it worked against it. So, okay. but, um, it's a blast. I plat is the very first game I've ever platinumed. I platinumed. Whoa, that game. Okay. So this wow, means, that's this awesome. Means something. Yeah. So Dang. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. So, it's an honorable gonna... mention for me. I only just started playing it on, uh, <laughs> last Saturday or Sunday or something like that. Mm. Um, I'm loving it so far. I'm not far enough into it. That's why it's not like on my list. I think it would have ended up on a list eventually. But because I only just started, I'm like, okay, I doesn't didn't seem fair, but I'm loving it so far. It's a, a lot of fun. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful game. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So, so. alrighty, so that's your number two. Oh, go ahead, Adrian. No, I just said rad. That's awesome. It's an it's an uh, incredible game. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. 
Time for our number ones. <laughs> number ones. <laughs> number one. Zetch. Oh man. Give it to us, baby. Yeah, we're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Let me put my All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Hang on, hang on. I get teased a lot for being uh, overly passionate <laughs> and a lot of things I probably shouldn't be overly passionate about. And I'm here to tell you that if any of you all have the chance to play Half-Life Alex, like I have played it, like I actually really played it. I know Garrett's like touched on it. He hasn't even gotten to the good parts. Right. How much have you finished? I am about halfway through. Okay. That says something. Yeah, it says a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, if it's I'm just ragging on you. I knew that answer because you told us the other night. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that's amazing actually. So, Half Life Alex. Okay. How do I? How do I? How do I, I? I'm gonna try to simplify this because I can literally go on for another hour about why this game is great. Right, you think I got my feet up? We have about 15 minutes. We have about 15 minutes. Okay, so. For all of us, for all of us to give our number one. This so. is the most <laughs> unique video game experience you will ever play in today's modern day gaming. Okay? There is no other shooter. There is no other story. There is no other anything that will do what Half Life Alex can do. Now, anybody that knows the history of Half Life knows that Half Life is always. Um, improved and introduced new ways of thinking about physics in a game. Okay, starting with Half Life yes. One, moving on to Half Life Two, where a lot of the puzzle solving involved weights. Okay, they did it again in Half Life Three, and in that I mean a lot of VR games you play, you have an environment, but you can't really interact with everything in that environment, right? You kind of it's very gamey, right? You're like, oh well, you know, you have yeah, it's very like on rails. You got to go this way. Half-Life is still kind of on rails, but everything in your environment, you can use. If you see a billiard ball, you can pick that up. You can chuck it. You see a marker, you can grab that marker. You can go to a window and you can draw. Okay? You can do anything that your imagination can, that you anything you can think of, you can do it. Okay? So hmm. if a guy throws a grenade at you, you can literally reach out, grab the grenade, chuck it back. As quickly and instinctively as your brain can put yourself into that situation, you can do it, okay? And they, to further expound upon that, they introduced a new feature called gravity gloves, which they, a lot of the old Half-Life have the thing called a gravity gun. So in this one, you have gravity gloves, which means if you see something far away, you can reach out, pull it over to you, grab it, and then do whatever you it's want. It's like Jedi it. force grab. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So you can... <laughs> um, and the other thing, too, is uh, the firefights in this game are the most intense firefights Ever. We talked about Doom Eternal and how intense, fast, and frenetic that is, right? You're still using two sticks and a couple, you know, triggers on your controller to do that. This, you literally, the controllers are literally designed like a gun. So you're holding onto your gun, right? You're in the middle of a firefight. Reloading isn't press A to reload. Reloading is literally reach into your backpack, grab a clip, eject the clip, plug in the new clip, click it in like load a bullet into the chamber and now you're back into the fight. Now you're having to do so that cool. whole process while aliens are trying to eat you, while soldiers are trying to shoot <laughs> you, while all this stuff is happening and you're literally behind a car door trying to just get another clip into your gun so you can pop out, shoot a guy, and you're like leaning around using the entire environment. There's nothing else that will put you into that intense situation. 
the moment I fell in love with this game, I'm in this dark, dark tunnel. Okay, now, at this point, all of us have gamers have played the dark, dark tunnel scene. We know, when we walk down that tunnel, we see the, our objective, right, in which this case happened to be a flashlight. Okay, I'm like, I need that flashlight. I know for a fact, once I grab that flashlight, there so, are going to be aliens or something that's going to try and eat me. So, <laughs> I'm in the dark, walking towards this flashlight, and VR is so immersive. The sound, everything is 3D. All you can hear is, I mean, like a sewer, you can hear like the drops of everything moving around. You hear rustling. You know that rustling is going to jump out at you soon. You finally literally reach out, grab the flashlight, and it's not just... It's not press A to grab flashlight, right? Because, again, you're in VR. You really have to reach out. The physics are so dialed in. You have to reach out, grab it with your hand, pull it off the guy. You can feel the tension as you're pulling the flashlight off. You finally load it onto your hand. You're like, cool, flashlight. All of a sudden, you're it's like, oh, crap. What's going to happen? Five black head crabs are in the dark with me, and the only way for me to see them is to point at them with my flashlight and shoot them with my gun. So I'm <laughs> using my flashlight to look around this room, and I'm shooting them over here, and I think I'm audibly screaming while the kids are asleep. And it is just like <laughs> the most intense event in all gaming is Half-Life Alex. There is nothing that has ever been made okay. to make you feel that stressed and immersed in in an event <laughs> and, the, and the cherry on top really is the story okay i'm not going to get into the specifics because it's really easy to spoil it's just you got to play it and i'm going to sit here and i'm going to try and talk you through why it's so good the vr is kind of like christianity you you're not going to know how great it is until you experience it <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You've got me sold. I, I want to come over tonight and come play it. I mean, like, I want everybody to come over and play this game. Like, it you will not. Like a blast. Okay. It's insane. I'll be there in 20 minutes. G Garrett, <laughs> literally, when you were telling me where you stopped, I was like, Dang it, before man. Like, it gets good. Finish it. <laughs> you got to get in there. You got to get past that first chapter because the whole first chapter is you getting uh, used to the physics. And then after that, yeah. things try to eat you. And it's. No, such silly question in, in relation to that. I know that Amanda plays, your wife Amanda plays some games with you occasionally. Is this the kind of game that she has played? I mean, has she gotten into it? This isn't her jam. Uh, mm. Honestly, she doesn't like stuff that really kind of jumps out and scares her, number one. Mm. Uh, some of the VR games kind of make her sick. Um, mm. This would be one of those games. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not really, it's not really her cup of tea. She likes shooters. Um, uh, Halo is like one of her favorite shooters. Okay. This would not be that. This would not be it. So, anyway, uh, Half Life Alex is number one. Just that's because awesome. it's. So, oh, and then there's the puzzle solving aspect, which, as I said, I can go on for another hour, and I've, I think I've gone on for like half of that. So, <laughs> anyway, Half Life Alex. So good. Number one. Half-Life Alex, that's just number one. Yeah. Uh, quick quick shout out in, in the chat real quick. I know we've been doing mostly show and not a lot of vocal chat uh, acknowledgement, but thank you, Giving Kittens, for the raid. A party is six. Hey. Thank you so much. Hey. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Welcome, welcome new viewers. We're, we're at our number ones now. We've gone through five games, but You're you can listen later now. over at uh, supergameroys.com slash YouTube or on podcast services later. You'll be able to listen to this episode. Um, Let's go, baby. There you go. There's, there's kittens in the chat. Uh, cool. 
JJ, what is your number one? Okay. So I know that the shock is ready to come, that all of you guys are waiting with bated breath because you guys didn't come here to hear the three of them talk about games. You guys came to hear me pontificate about the greatest game of the year, <laughs> nay, of all time. Mm. I'm just kidding. Okay. It can't compete with part one. Obviously, it's not a shock. The game oh, of the Adrian's. Year, Adrian. The game of the year, Last of Us 2. And so Last of Us 2, I, I know there was not going to be any shock whatsoever. That game, I looked forward to it. Um, when I first played Last of Us, the original, I fell in love with that game, and it became the best game I ever played as far as, like, I haven't been playing for a long time. The story stuck with me. It's one of those kind of games where you're thinking about it later. You know, you're sitting there, and you're laying in bed, falling asleep, and like, man, that really got me when that happened, you know? Uh and so I looked forward to this game. I was so bummed every time they postponed it. I'm really glad they did because what they delivered uh, in the in the dying days of the PS4 was one hell of a game, one hell of a story, and a total departure from where they were in the original Last of Us. Uh, we've already talked about it ad nauseum, but the character development is so incredible instead of looking at one set of individuals as the good guy or the bad guy, the game blows all of that out of the water by showing you different perspectives. You end up seeing exactly what it is that, you know, the bad guy is going through and what their motivations were. And in reality, the people who were bad weren't bad at all. It was from their vantage point, they were doing what was right for them and their crew. They were true. They weren't, they never, ever inherently did anything evil and that stands out to me when looking back at the game nothing was ever done that was inherently evil it was all done for the benefit of their crew and some could argue that joel did some pretty nefarious things that he that he did from his vantage point um you know to try to you know benefit his side uh so I think it was an incredible game. I'm I can't wait hmm. to be able to play it again. Um, but it's not one of those games in my backlog because I finished that thing. What? <laughs> so uh, just an amazing, incredible game. <laughs> yes. And uh, you make Zetch, you make an incredible argument for Half Life Alex being your game of the year. And I look forward to being able to play it. I'm saddened my friend, that you do not want to play this game. I think that you're really missing out. And I know you have some moral reasons why you won't play it, but I think that it's one of those kind of games that if you give it a chance, the story, you you would fall in love with it. Uh, Mr. Purdom? Cool. Mr. Purdom? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Adrian Holmes uh, from uh, Patreon.com. Adrian. Uh, I have here a <laughs> quote from you saying that uh, Last of Us Part Two cannot compete with Part 1. Would you like to recant that statement? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's such an interesting thing. Thank you, uh, Adrian <laughs> Holmes, right? Uh, that's an interesting statement. Part one for me was so good, and it's been in my memory for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. So I think that it, there's a bit of nostalgia to that. Ah. Uh, what was the story? Tell you what, Adrian, put it this way. <laughs> Play through part one after you have kids. And I think that's where I'm at. And, and I, did, I wasn't aware if Adrian had kids or not. But honestly, the loss of, of the daughter, uh, 
I'm not going to spoil alert, uh, but the loss of the daughter in the original game. <laughs> Too late. Uh, yeah. My daughter was the same age as as his daughter and Ellie mm-hmm. around that time. And then ha- so for me personally, when I when I first started playing it, it was like I have a kid that's that's Ellie's age. So he loses the daughter and that little girl that played that that was rendered to be his daughter in the original looked like my daughter. Like mm-hmm. like looked like her physically blonde, you know, the same color eyes and everything else. And so I had a real sense of loss when that little girl was killed. And then I put myself in Joel's shoes through the game. So what would I do? Well, I, I would have killed any doctor to save Ellie because Ellie became his uh, surrogate daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm 100%. Felt, you know, yeah, so, so that's why for me that game holds such a special place. Um, I played it recently, right before playing Last of Us Two in preparation, and it still it was my first, it was my second playthrough of the game, and I finished it again, and it actually was a lot easier the second time around, uh, and I I still just loved it, and the, and the story still hit me the same way through all the beats. It was just amazing. Uh, part two for me, absolutely number one above any other game, um, and I would say probably the second, my second favorite game of all time. Okay. Uh, you know, so I was just curious. Uh, yeah, I can actually I listen. Figure out because, and it makes sense now that you've explained it. Because technically, you know, technically, it's better than the first one in every way. Oh yeah, as far as story development, as character development, all the the whole st- yes, gameplay, aesthetically, everything. everything, every bit of that is true. Uh, my my only thing is just where I was in my life when I played that, and it was also. I played the Uncharted games first, then The Last of Us, and in that order. I played one, two, and three of the uh, of the Uncharted games, and mm-hmm. then played Last of Us. It was so new to my video gaming experience that it holds. I it just I have this this candle that is lit for The Last of Us. Yeah, is the Last of Us your number one too, Adrian? Uh, no, no, no. Um, I was just curious that why he would say that the first one is um, why I couldn't compete with yeah. the first one. Mm-hmm. And that's, that yeah. makes perfect sense for like, and then you guys chimed in for all three of you. It makes, it, it hit home differently for you. And I'm not saying it didn't hit home for me. I, right. I definitely, you know, felt right. that sense of grief as well. But like you guys said, it's on a totally different level than I can understand at this point in time. Yeah. So, who knows if I play it again in 10 years, if I do have a family, maybe it'll hit like it hit for you guys. So makes yeah. makes perfect sense. That same basic principle is what happened with Garrett when Garrett played God, God of War. Of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, he then all of a sudden resonated with, I, oh the my new gosh, God of War. <laughs> I, I have a son. And then like where yeah, he finds himself one. crying, you know, and I think you played it and you played it again, right, Garrett? Is that what happened? I, well, I played like the first couple hours and it just didn't grab me. And then, yeah, I had my first son and then jump back into, it. I'm like, holy smokes. Like this is a different game. That's <laughs> awesome. Know. It that's, was that's just like, so cool yeah. that it did that for you though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy what having a kid does. <laughs> that's, that's a scratch as a service. Trust me. Having kids does a lot more crazy stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Of but, course. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying that it would have. No, it yeah, it's, it's so cool. Your, well, because I, yeah. I was reading. I was watching the documentary um, on that uh, on the new God of War. I, I'm sure you've seen it, Raising Kratos, yeah. and how he talks about so how he good. wrote it from the perspective of being a father. So 
he kind of wrote it for what exactly you went through, what all three of you guys have went through. So the fact that, you know, it accomplished this mission and it hits like it does for you guys is awesome. So they, they did it. They nailed their job. So yeah. Cool. It's cool stuff. All right. So JD's number one was the last of us part two. Now for my number one, I have final fantasy seven remake. (laughs) Okay. 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 So this one, this one really blew me away this year. So as a lot of you guys know, if you listen to the show over uh, at uh, supergamerelease.com slash YouTube, <laughs> I have no nostalgia for this series, for that game and, and for that matter. Uh, I've never played 7 on the original, like PS1 or anything like that. Uh, and I'd only played pieces and parts of other Final Fantasy games. But I played the demo for Final Fantasy VII Remake because like a week before they came out with that demo, a couple weeks before. And then I think it was... Was it you, Zetch? I think yeah. you had pre-ordered it, and you were super hyped about it. Yeah. But you were sort of hyped for it. Like, you were hyped for it, but you're also just like, I don't know, because you were, you're kind of like, you like the, the original one, but not necessarily your favorite. So I was just like, you know what? Zetch is interested in it. I like the demo. And I think there's one other person who's super excited about it. Probably Adrian. Adrian Probably gets me Adrian. to play all the games I play. Um, <laughs> Let's be honest. Adrian is a really <laughs> Probably, 100%. I, I, you actually might be, because I almost feel like I remember, so is the night before it was supposed to come out, um, I pre-ordered it on PlayStation. I think even messaged, like DM'd you on Twitter, Adrian. I was just like, hey, I just did this thing. We'll see what happens. And uh, holy cow, I do not regret that at all. Like, again, not having any backstory. Like, I, I didn't understand the story at all. I don't know the story. A lot of like, you guys would have wanted into it already knowing what was to come to an extent. I know they kind of remixed a little bit of stuff here and there, but for the most part, broad strokes, it's pretty similar. Well, the end of it, you find out. That I had no idea what was coming deal. next. A huge deal. Yeah. yeah. The end of it's a pretty mm-hmm. like, wait. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so, I mean, first off, let's start with uh, my list here. Beautiful game. Holy smokes. So gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, it's insane what they did, especially like thinking like this isn't, again, this isn't just like a, a remaster. Um, like we talked about earlier with another game. This is such a crazy remake. Uh, this isn't PS1 anymore. This is top of the line, Square Enix, killing it with uh, just over-the-top graphics. Now, Gary, so beautiful. Um, um, not to stop you, but I don't know if it, if this will be a hot take for you, but I know how you were talking about how Last of Us Part Two you think is one of the... is the yes. showcase. I think it's a... Yes, I think this is. I think this is shoulder to shoulder with it, personally. Yeah, I would say this is a close, a close second, a close mm-hmm. second for me. Um, only because Last I mean, of Us. So think about like if I'm going to show my dad something, or an aunt or whoever. Last of Us is grounded in a real world. Okay, and so you can look at it and be like, "This is gorgeous. That looks like real life." They can comprehend that. Right. If I show them Final Fantasy VII, even though it looks real, mm-hmm. like it's almost an, on par, it's 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 it's, it's, it's a it's a, it's a sci, sci, sci-fi Hulk anime worlds. Caveat to the caveat yeah. to the graphics on Final Fantasy VII. I think the one thing that all of like the main characters look beautiful and really dialed in, and then everything else is like yes, not good. Like, like Cloud, you're, you walk up to, like, when you go NPC, to your, to, when you. 
and you're like, wow, yeah. Cloud looks amazing. Standing next to that NPC, you're like, why does he look like a dumpster? Like, where's his? <laughs> the what are in, they doing? The ones in, um, in Last of Us looked that good. I don't think I really paid that much attention to him because they were trying to kill me. Number one, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of them are trying to kill you. Right. Uh, well, my thing too. Oh, like in, in Final Fantasy VII, like you walk up to the the door of all things to your to the inn there, that the, door. and it's just yeah. like there's no texture on it, or like you're it's on like some it. back alleyway, they never and fixed it. <laughs> you go to some back alleyway, and someone like has like a shop. You can't buy from it, but like it's just part of the world or whatever. And you walk mm -hmm. up, and like the shelving, and is like. It, the shelves and all the bottles and stuff sit on it are like like a 2d picture i'm like oh like i thought it was gonna i'm waiting for it to pop in the texture to pop in it just never does i'm like okay <laughs> that's just like a 2d picture there for someone's shop like oh whatever maybe, but there is like weird things like that but maybe i okay so then maybe i'm thinking of it as in the big set pieces um and that's where it kills it yeah. yes right. that's where i think it might be shoulder to shoulder for me is when when you yes. can see the big pieces that they actually like, we're gonna make sure this is a showstopper moment. That's when I think it's it's neck and neck with anything else on the system. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So it's a gorgeous game, like overall, like it's insane. And yeah, if, as long as you don't like zoom in and get super close to something, like mm -hmm. even those janky things still look great. Like yeah. just running through a world, like this is bizarre. Um, the combat, I really enjoyed the combat. So. I was used to the other Final Fantasy games I had played were all the turn-based combat. Mm -hmm. And so this, I never played 15 or mm -hmm. even, I don't know if some of the other games have done it either, but 15 is only one oh, I know for yeah. sure that mm -hmm. has like, has like the more active combat. I never experienced that in a Final Fantasy game and I really dug it. Like that was so much fun. Um, it, and I loved how it like catered to just, I'm going to smash the attack button over and over again. Like, smash and grab and is like beating people with my buster sword and stuff like that um or if i wanted to be super calculated slow it down be tactical use my special abilities yep. like free swapping from character to character like it caters to both sides like i'll be honest 90 percent of the game i think i just smashed like i was just button mashing the whole time and then it was it wasn't until the end of the game that i realized some of the harder enemies and bosses i'm like oh i i gotta think about this i actually got to like strategize a little yep. bit the stupid house that was impossible. That took me like 30 tries to kill it. And then finally, that's one of those instances like, oh, I can't just smash this thing. I got to like use my abilities and heals correctly and like time this out and get just the right, uh, you know, group of people in there. And um, yeah, so the combat was for me was revolutionary compared to other Final Fantasies I'd played. Um, so much fun. And then the story, like I said before, I didn't know the story. I didn't know what to expect. And honestly, like I was just so amazed every step of the way like oh man like oh cool like i love the character development um and honestly like the way it ends uh with the cliffhanger and just kind of like letting like le even leaving you with just like what just happened like what is that like it, i think i th i have an idea of what i think happened but i don't know because i never played the original so i'm like i can't wait till part two now like the i am so stoked for part two to figure out what in the world what did I just watch? Yeah. What is this? Like, what just happened? So You're I actually safe to go back and play it. the original. Yeah, you can go back really? and play the original. The I think they're, they're gonna do okay. a Star Trek one style. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Uh, same world, different universe. Type the big thing. deal about the end is Zach. Well, I wasn't gonna say anything. Um, you didn't know who it is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the big deal is is it's a big deal if is. you if you played all of Final Fantasy VII. 
and I'll leave it at that. Hmm. The PlayStation game is not all of Final Fantasy VII. You're talking about, uh, oh my gosh, Crisis Core? Yeah, Crisis yeah. Core. Um, I would also say Dirge of Cerberus. Hmm. I know it's not that great, but it's still Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Um, hmm. They're they're like they're they're Final Fantasy VII um, Dash Two and Dash Three without having that name on there. So okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is my number one game of the year because it just okay. again going into a franchise that I had no attachment to, a game I had no nostalgia for. It's a remake. I'm like, I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. And then to absolutely love it and adore it and couldn't put it down. Like I beat this in like less than a week, which is, that's a big deal. You guys know I'm a fake gamer. I don't finish games. And when I do, it takes me three months hey, or more. A big deal. Uh, you know what I've learned? And so I beat this in like mm. barely a week. It was like less than a week. I'm like, oh, I need more. <laughs> I learned that real that's... gamers don't finish games. It's true. <laughs> I'm the realest gamer them? of them all. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Garrett, I have an oh, interesting man. take so... on, on that game because um, I don't know if you remember, but from my perspective, when you bought that game, you actually had a bad attitude about it. You were like, well, I didn't know. I mean, like Zetra's talking about it. Uh, so I picked that game up. I don't know anything about it. You kind of had a bad attitude about it. It was too... I was very unsure of my purchase. Yeah, yes. it was like you felt like you wasted your money the way you talked about it. Uh, you were like, eh. You know, and then literally two days later... I saw you at the office and you would not shut up gushing about that game. How it just, it totally shocked you how good it was. And you're like, dude, I'm really loving this game. So I just thought it was kind of, I just want to share that, that impression. It was just, it was neat to see you kind of like, be like, eh, eh, whatever. I bought it. And then you fell in love with that game. And it's all you talked about for a few weeks. Hmm. Yeah. And don't even get me started on Jesse. Best girl. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tifa who? All righty. Don't know. Cool. Yeah, for, for, forget Tifa. She's whatever. Actually, all right. My note, number one, Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake. Oh, okay. I was going to say that I actually, I feel like it's really easy for people to get caught up on like Tifa just because like, oh, she's like, you know, the busty, you know, sexy one. Super strong. But mm -hmm. she honestly is kind of like the, the sweetest one in the group. And I really like how they... Really? I, I, I mean, Irith is also really sweet, too, but I like how Tifa handles Cloud. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, the way she kind of balances him out and kind of, like, grounds him. Mm -hmm. I really like the way they did that. And I, I, and I think that's kind of why Tifa was kind of my favorite girl, if we're going to go there, mm -hmm. out of all of them, because I really enjoyed her character. I mean, they all have great qualities, but I really enjoyed that aspect of Tifa. It was almost like she was like a sister to him, you know? Yeah. That's what I, I anyway, yeah. I I really enjoyed that. No, I get you. Yeah, because yeah. that that works. And but yeah. I I think Aerith was able to see through like yeah, Cloud not being he's he's not the tough guy that he he portrays. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. She was able to see mm -hmm. right through that, and she was she would poke fun at him here and there because she knew you know, like to them you're this big bad tough guy. But I you know I can yeah. see. So I thought that everybody yeah. had their own dynamic with them. I thought that was really cool. We need to have like a Final Fantasy VII spoiler yeah. cast where we just all gush about. Book club. I'd almost. It's been long enough. Yeah, I almost need to replay it. But I would. I don't know. I would do it for that. That would be a book club episode. <laughs> that would be. This game is good enough to be in a book club. Mm -hmm. I would think. All right. Sorry. Cool. 
Adrian, saving the best for last. Oh, what boy, is your number one? I'm actually kind of excited about yours. Uh, no well, my number one, I don't know if it's going to shock anybody who follows me online um, all the time, uh, is uh, made by one whom I consider one of the best uh, studios in the industry uh, right now. Uh, located in little old San Francisco, California, by the name of Supergiant mm. Games. And right. that is Hades. Hades is so good. not only the best Supergiant game, but I, I like, I, I mean, we're doing game of the year. It's the best game of the year, period, for me. Yeah. I've yeah. been a Supergiant fan since Bastion. And I'm talking about like 2000s you know, when, when it first came out. So to see their style evolve, evolve, evolve. And I feel like they finally perfected it here. Everything about this game fires on all cylinders. I, I mean, Gary gushed about it earlier. I can't, I can't talk about it enough. The art style is phenomenal. The music is phenomenal. The gameplay is tight. It's succinct. They give you plenty of options for loadouts. Even the banter between the characters and the quote-unquote storyline yes. is really good. Even so when good. you think you've beaten the game, if you keep going, there's different dialogue for everything that you do for every run. He'll comment on somebody will comment on your loadout. Somebody will have a conversation about you, you know, about you getting out. It's 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 the the length of which they went to think about things in this game is just it's a masterclass in in this in isometric like game design in 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 roguelike game design. It's it's top of the class. I I, I don't yeah. know. There's not enough objectives to to kind of like go over how well it's done, and I think that's also um, it's attributed to the fact that they did an early release for it and they were able to polish it with a lot of fan feedback and they could go back yeah. and they could, you know, listen to people and, and take the feedback and correct things and make adjustments here and there and there until everything got perfect. And then finally, when it came out for the masses, you had a game that was, um, pardon the, 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 um, expression, but it was fire forged. No, no pun intended for Hades. Um, <laughs> But it's 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 just it's perfect. I I struggle to find a flaw with that game. I really do. Hmm. So good. But that's that, awesome. and, and no, you I can take that with a big grain of salt so because good. I am such a big super giant fan, but I mean you look online. Look anywhere online, you see everybody talking about it. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah. We have given kittens in the chat uh, who rated us earlier. He said the answer is Hades. So and that was back when JJ was given his game of the year. So yeah, he's he's on board with that. His game of the year is Hades too. It's I know Boba. Um, you know Nate. He's been on our show before. Uh, it's his game of the year. So, hundred percent. People love the game. I love the game. I feel a little bit bad it wasn't my number one, but I also like. I feel I, I like I never beat it. Like I feel like I didn't get far enough into it to appreciate every little nuance. Like you just mentioned, like you talking about how there's yeah, the dialogue just gets even more interesting as you mm -hmm. go. That's just so cool. That's neat. It's on my uh, honorable. Mention. Alrighty, right on. Nice. Should we both I, of those I, real quick? Yeah, 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 cool. call it? Um. Yeah. I mean, why not? We can. I don't. I, we'll yeah, just, let's, we'll let's, shoot, uh, we'll each shoot give. Uh, 
Okay. Let's shoot him off. Yeah. The, like, no description necessarily, but it's like, um, Adrian, give, yeah, what's your list of honorable mentions real quick? Uh, my honorable mentions. Like games that people should like, at least check out. Um, even though it didn't start out in 2020, it ended in 2020. Kentucky Route Zero, phenomenal game. Play it. Um, I have another one uh, that came out, I think it was August of last year, called No Straight Roads. It's a music based adventure game, kind of like a beat em up. It's really good. Um, I, one that came out on Apple Arcade, What the Golf. Excellent game. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> let me see. Um, uh, a early access game that came out. Um, it's an Xbox exclusive, exclusive right now. Xbox and PC. Uh, it's called Ooblets. It's um, really kind of kid-friendly art style. Uh, it's almost like Pokemon, but the battles are dance battles, and <laughs> you get to um, collect all the different kind of Ooblets, and they help you rebuild your garden and in the new city that you move to uh let's see um oh another one um is uh going under it's a dungeon crawler uh where you play as a employee in a startup and you're trying to get through each floor (laughs) um in the startup is every floor is a floor in the building that you work in and and you know Uh, that is the dungeon and it's really well done great art style great mechanics um definitely uh one on the the must playlist so i i can i can keep mm-hmm. going but i'm gonna stop there in you know respect to time cool too that's awesome thank you so much for that uh some of my honorable mentions is uh cyberpunk 2077 for me playing on pc it's real dang good it's real dang good even with the very minor couple bugs i've come across um you obviously haven't it's enough. such a better game <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, even the ones I've come across, though, it's just like, oh, okay, that like that was funny or goofy or silly. Like nothing, I've like nothing game breaking. Nothing's been game breaking, and even and even all that my buddies who are playing on PC as well, they're like, oh yeah, n- nothing game breaking. It's just been like weird, random things here and there. So yeah, that's honorable mention for me. Um, Hunt Showdown, beginning of the year. Holy cow, I was hot on that game. It's a multiplayer game. I played with my buddy uh, Derek for a hot minute. I don't know, it was a good like month, month and a half. We were just playing for quite a bit um, until there was like a patch that came out that just kind of broke it for a little bit and then we fell off. But that's a sweet game. I haven't played it in a while. Maybe they've patched it and fixed it. Check it out. It's super awesome multiplayer um, uh, monster hunter kind of game. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Everyone knows that. Um Again, that was when I was in for a hot minute. There was like a few months where I was hard in that one. That's such a fun game. I totally forgot it came out last year. Like in my head, it's been around forever. I was like, whoa, 2020. But yeah, it was like the beginning of the year, like <laughs> spring. Um, I had Ghost of Tsushima. I mentioned that earlier. Fall Guys is on there. Uh, Death Stranding on PC was released last summer. Holy smokes. Death Stranding was my game of the year from 2019 um and i almost made it game of the year for 2020 just because of the pc release but i felt like that was cheating so it it's is. on my honorable mention you didn't do it i would have jammed you but re- <laughs> replaying that though on pc um because when i had my new pc for about three days before it broke um i was able to play death stranding at like 144 frames per second at like max settings and holy cow it blew my mind how gorgeous that game was i thought you were um, getting ready to cry again <laughs> it's so I, um, I mean it's, it's I get emotional death stranding a little bit. No, 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 no. Um, I'm talking about I'm, I, I'm not uh, about that. I'm talking about right now because you were like, it's just this, I was like, oh, here it's, he goes. It's, it's, uh yeah, here I go. Um, I won't go because I know everyone's sick of me talking about death stranding, but uh it really like just 
just the first like 30 minutes, I was like, yep, this is it. This grabbed me. I'm going to play and beat this game again. And then that's when my PC broke. So I haven't played it since. But (laughs) it's coming back next week. I'm supposed to get my new PC next week. FedEx gave me a tracking number. Killed your computer. Mm, mm. (sighs) Don't say that. Probably. All right. So that's my honorable mentions. Yeah. Breaking connections. Shoot. Uh, JJ, do you have any honorable mentions you'd like to share? Or I do, a couple. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp is a game that I played uh, and I find to be a, one of the most beautifully put together pieces of, of art that I've ever seen. I love the Blind Forest. I haven't really been able to get too far into the Will of the Wisp, but I absolutely love it. And it's just visually so stunning. And the story is amazing for what I've seen so far. Uh, another... Another one, <laughs> it's going to sound silly after that, uh, definitely not about the art. It's a stupid mobile game that I have countlessly played hours on. Uh, it's called Cut no the Rope. No picture done. Uh, yeah, okay. It's called Cut the Rope. <laughs> Cut the and Rope? Cut the Rope. It is the silliest thing in the world. My daughter is five and was playing this game. And you have to cut the rope in order to save yourself. And you like, oh, if you if you cut it one way, you fall into uh, the mouth of like an alligator or onto some spikes or something. And my daughter was playing it. I'm like, what kind of a silly game? That doesn't that's that doesn't make any sense. Like, that's so stupid. And I started playing it. And then I'm like cutting the rope and saving the guy and I'm dying. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's so many like and then it, the levels get harder and harder. I've played so much of that stupid game. It is. <laughs> Like I played that game more than any other game this year, and I've never talked about it on the show. <laughs> Stupid mobile pure game. Pure shame. Pure shame. But I felt yeah, no, like, I would have made fun of you because mobile games aren't real games. So, but yeah. I felt like because I that, <laughs> because I played it so much this year, and I and I just honestly love that little stupid game. And I'm like, I just I gotta bring it up because if you've got mobile, it's free. Why not mm. give it a try? You'll you'll find it's uh it's perfect for sitting on the pot. You know, and just just kind of going to town for a good half hour to forty five minutes or whatever it is. Yeah, what? Jeez, right on. <laughs> All right, Zach, what's your honorable mentions here? Uh, <laughs> Before we get a crazy story from JJ. All right, so uh, Miles Morales, which we kind of already discussed, eighties, mm-hmm. which we discussed, uh, Valorant. I absolutely fell in love with Valorant, even though I keep like returning yeah. to it, loving it, and then forgot about that. So good, falling off. Uh, Paper Mario: The Origami King um, was oh, an absolute pleasure. Too. I really yes. love that game. My kids especially loved it. They still talk about the boss fights. <laughs> and um, <laughs> another game was actually from a 2018 release, but just love it. I, me and my wife still play the crap out of it. I we keep coming back to it over and over again. We're actually on our second playthrough on hard with New Game Plus. Is uh, Children of Morta. Ooh, okay. Ah, okay. Man, I can't get enough of that game. That's one of my all-time favorite games. One of my all-time favorite games. I love that game. Right on. That's all. That's a Game Pass game, huh? It is a Game Pass game, but I bought it because I was like, I don't want this to go away ever, so <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> now. Oh, Garrett, I got That's one awesome. more. One more. Okay, it's, do it. It's the Pathless. I forgot to say the Pathless. I thought that was a PS5 exclusive. Uh, it was on uh, Apple Arcade. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was able to play it on my on my Apple TV. That game is it's almost it's journey like. 
I mean, granted, it had a lot of people that, you know, worked on Journey on that, but it's some of the most beautiful music and breathtaking scenery that came out in the game this year. Play that game if you haven't. If you have an iPhone, you don't have an excuse. If you have a PS5, you also don't have an excuse. But when it comes to everything, it's also on PC. Play the Pathless. Cool. Yeah, it's on an Epic, Epic Game Store. There you go. Cool. Cool, guys. Thank you all so much for joining me, Adrian, JJ, Zetch. It's been a blast hearing all you guys' top fives, honorable mentions, having fun talking about video games. Um, thank you to all all of you who are watching, listening, whatever you're doing with this. If it's yeah. Stop by live or if later you're watching or listening to this. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been a blast seeing you guys in the chat. Um, and uh, doing live shows is a lot of fun. I actually really like this. Maybe we need to do this more often with our regular show. I don't know. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us over there just a buck a month. We have higher tiers that get you some fun stuff. But just a buck a month, and you can get um, our other episodes early, ad-free. Get our bonus show, um, Super Gamer Book Club where we talk about games such as The Last of Us uh, for like two hours, and it was a blast. We've done Bioshock. We've done Mass Effect, the first one? Or was it the second one? Mass Effect 2, and we've done Halo 4. Um, Halo 4, yes, that's the new one that just came out uh, Friday, yesterday, as uh, we're streaming this. So Far Cry 3 is the next one, yeah, next Mm month. Uh, It comes out the first Friday of every month. So support us over at Patreon, get fun stuff. SGBstore.com, you can get sweet merch. I'm wearing a T-shirt here. And uh, we got sweet mugs. We got stickers. Go over there. Got a lot of fun stuff. Um, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, Facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I am on Twitter at G Morlang. JJ is on Twitter at JJ Purdom. And you can find me on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, Snapchat, um, MySpace. I'm all over the place. I'm very okay. internet, okay. very <laughs> social media savvy. Uh... Your social media. Right, right, right. Uh, social media. <laughs> um, Adrian is uh, on Twitter, and you should definitely follow him because you get all the scoops on the cool indie games over at. You can find me everywhere but PSN at Homeboy. At Homeboy. H O L M B O I. Is mm-hmm. that correct? That's it. Nice. Um, and then you can find Zetch over on Twitter and the Instagrams at. at- Honestly, I'm not really on my Instagram or Twitter like ever now. So the best way to get a hold of me is just in the Discord. Okay, so don't follow him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Screw that. He isn't getting any shout out. No, just kidding. <laughs> Supergameboys.com slash Discord. I'll yeah. be hanging out in the Supergameboys chat all the time. Or you could always text him to 520. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been a blast, and uh, our next regular episode will be in, not next week, but the week after. We'll be streaming next week, though, some games. Join us. It'll be a lot of fun here at twitch.tv slash thesupergamerboys. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got, JJ. Okay, so for Adrian Holmes, for Zetch Keenan, for Garrett Morlang, and myself, JJ Perman. Uh, the game of the year, obviously, Last of Us 2. Thank you so very much. We are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity flop.